Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mouth. So today on episode 16, we're going to be talking about the growth mindset. Hello and welcome to Relaxed Mouth, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relax Mail. All right. So there's a book out there called Mindset. It's done by a professor called, her name is Carol Dweck, PhD. She has done uh, extensive studies on the, uh, the power of mindset. Why, why are, do some kids, when they are set before a, like a challenging puzzle, do some of them get excited about having uh, a a hard puzzle in front of them while others would rather do an easy puzzle again. Uh, This fascinated her. And so she got into looking at it and coming to understand that we have two two types of mindsets and they fit in real close, real nicely with what, uh, I talked about in the previous two episodes of being an abundant mindset and a scarcity mindset. But this goes a little deeper and you can have like the other two mindsets, you can have this span out into ever, several different parts of your life. It might be you have a growth mindset of, of money and then you may also have a, but you may have a fixed mindset on relationships and mindsets have been, you can look through history and see people who have a fixed mindset and those who have a growth mindset and the effects they have on the people around them actually can make or break companies, uh, other organizations, families, uh, everything. They don't just influence one person. They actually influence even those around them. And wanted to start with, with a, wanted to start with what actually is a growth mindset. A growth mindset is the approach to, to any part of your life. You can either look at it as being talent based. Or you can look at it as growth-based. Now, a lot of people with fixed mindsets actually put a lot of weight behind their natural talent. A child is uh, very good at math, and people are always bragging about how he's how he's good at math. And while other kids, they struggle. They try to do uh, the same type of math, and they have to work really, really hard just to even be able to get – to the point where a, a naturally talented, uh, kid who sees math in his own, in his own way is able to uh, get to the same level. They have to strive for that. And so it almost sounds like a growth mindset means that you're, you're behind, but in all, in all actuality, it's not your, the difference that it makes between the two is that a fixed mindset person, the moment it gets up to a place where it's, 
too hard for them, what they deem too hard, all of a sudden it becomes a challenge to their talent. They hold off. They back off. They set that line. So you have someone who's good at algebra, but they struggle in calculus. Well, all of a sudden they don't like calculus. Calculus is dumb. They, they don't care about calculus. So they stop just at that particular level. While someone with a growth mindset, they, yeah, they may struggle. They may f- fight their way through algebra. But once they get to calculus, they are still on the same trajectory. They still are struggling and fighting their way through calculus. And because of that, they are able to become more proficient at, at more things than a person with a fixed mindset. Uh, dancers, a lot of times you have dancers who, you know, they're really good at, uh, at say ballet or something, but, uh, they may struggle in, in tap. I don't know much about dance, uh, but still, you know, you get the idea. While there are also dancers who are good at tap, they're good at ballet, they're good at jazz, they're good at, uh, I don't know, chorus line, they're good at uh, hip hop. They're good at all these different types of, of dances. And they're good at these dances because they actually have a mindset of, I can learn this. I'm, I'm able to, uh, I've got a, a talent for, for rhythm, but I'm, I can learn. I can grow. I can def- define my, my inset talent even closer and even more than I was before. And so they're, so they're able to, to grow and become a, a better person at whatever particular field that they're, they're at. So people who, um, who are of growth oriented mindset, they don't take their, their sense of uh, self worth from what they're able to do. They take it from what they're able to learn to do. They're not intimidated when somebody better comes along. They're not intimidated by when, uh, someone says that they're, they're a, I think a great example as to a uh, to growth mindset are babies. Babies inherently don't know how to do anything. The first thing, first thing they do is they try just try to figure out where in the heck they are in the in in the world. And they, when it's time for them to start trying to crawl, they don't know how. They don't have the talent to crawl, so they. But they figure it out uh, from there, crawling to to walking. Uh, walking is uh, are incredibly challenging thing, especially for someone who doesn't know how to to speak and to, to learn a whole language and to have no problem learning that language. That is, they know that they can do it. They know that there it's it's a a possible skill, but what it takes is the the fact that because you slur a, a string of words together. So instead of a, you know, a baby going off and saying, but they're able to eventually work it out to where they can actually say peanut butter. So it's, they don't mind the fact that they may get something wrong somewhere down the, down the path, the way a, a growth mindset person 
understands that they're going to make mistakes. They understand that they're not going to get it right the first time, second time, tenth time. They know that they're going to eventually get it right, and they're going to eventually understand the process, and they're going to understand, and they're they're okay with actually just taking strides, making steps to get something done because they they a uh, fixed mindset person understands that growth is hap- is possible. They don't they are not limited by their talent. They're not limited by what they know. They're only limited by what they try. So what are some key points to, uh, of a growth mindset? A growth mindset, first off, is that they accept and understand that we're capable of learning. A lot of people are actually, especially with a fixed mindset, don't want to take the time. They find the process of having to learn something to either A, be boring or not necessary, or they've got, they'll come up with other things to do. I mean, this is a lot of what holds us back is we come across something that we're going to have to learn and we're like, eh, well, I would rather go do this instead, instead of just taking the time and learning whatever lesson you need to learn, be it, uh, how to, uh, how to cook a, a particular dish or, um, how do you actually get a business up off the ground? A growth-minded person will actually take that learning. A person with a growth mindset also understands that work and effort pay off a lot more than just being smart. Yeah, you have people who can who have learned how to read people, but again, that was a learning process. But if they have a fixed mindset on learning how to read people, then if someone is becomes better at uh, reading people than another person, they feel that they're they're threatened. So, uh, a good example of this are people who play video games. Say you have someone who you know, they're playing Call of Duty, and you've got one guy who's just running around, just pop, 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 just dropping people left and right, racking up, uh, racking up uh, kills just more than anybody else. You've got those with uh, a fixed mindset. You'll often see them. They'll either rage quit or they start uh, casting all different dispersions at them. So they start, you know, call, saying that they're cheating and say they're using uh, aim bots and things like that. When in all reality, a lot of times they're the ones who also uh, end up using using aim bots. But they, while a growth minded person. They may take that and yeah, they get shot every time they come face to face with this person or even before they even tell, they can tell that they're face to face with this person. They, but a lot of times they take that experience and they take the whole game as, look at the game as a whole and find it to be incredibly fun. They find that challenge of, can I figure out how to get, drop this guy once? Or if you come across a boss and that, you know, the first time you come across the, that first big boss that you're hitting, you know, he comes along, squashes you, and you know, that you have to start and try again. Yeah, you're like, oh, wow. Okay, let's try that again. And yeah, you go up to it and you pretty much do the same thing and squash once more. You, you know, five, six times. Yeah, you start getting a little frustrated. But what the people with a growth mindset about the video games will just keep at it. They'll try something different. They'll come in and there and they'll throw five grenades and then use a BFG. Or they'll, uh, they'll try to see if they can stand way back and just snipe at the guy until, until they get them down low enough. They can run up and whack them. There's 
a lot of different strategies and a growth minded person has no problem trying a different strategy every time. Try this. Nope. That didn't work. Try this. Nope. That didn't work. Try this. Nope. That didn't work. It's like, uh, Bill Murray in, uh, in Groundhog Day. Eventually he, you know, he starts, hates the fact that he's over in Pakistani. He eventually finds, uh, finds out that he's, in this endless loop. And so he starts trying to take advantage of everybody. And then eventually he's like, well, wait a minute. I want to, uh, he starts realizing that he can help people. And as he goes through and he helps people, he, he realizes that he actually is starting to care for people and that he learns from his, from his process. And he has to do a lot of trial and error. He's like, all right, so can we save the cat from the tree? No, uh, can't do it this way. We, so, but we can do it this way. And so Bill Murray's character is able to eventually start becoming kind of the little local town hero because he has to repeat the day over and over. Another example of someone who has had growth mindset and is in the, uh, in the world these days is Mia Hamm. The, she is a, uh, soccer player, women's soccer player. And at one time, I think she was even considered one of the, the greatest, if not still one of the greatest, uh, women's soccer players. And she was a, is a great example of what growth mindset is because when she learned how to play soccer, she was just basically playing, uh, against her brother, but she started actually joining in teams, but not just you know, other girls teams, uh, she went and joined, would join up in the boys team. And from the boys team, not just the team in her age group, she would go with one above. So they were a lot more skilled. They were, they pushed her and challenged her even more than what the lower ones did. And because of that, she kept, she was able to hone and improve her skills and wasn't, it wasn't talent. It was her determination to be better. And because of that, she was, was able to take, uh, her and the rest of the, uh, the women's soccer team for the United States was able to go and, and win the, the world cup for, uh, the women's soccer. People with growth mindsets realize that they're not the smartest person in the room and they're okay with that. They don't have to be. They don't put the value in what they know and, and like I said, in what their talent is, but they also look at, uh, if they're the smart, if they see that they're the smartest person in the room, they usually realize that they are in the wrong room. They don't want to be the smartest person in the room. They want to be in, they want to be in a room where there's somebody else who's the smartest person. That way they can learn from all those other people. Now, a cool thing about, uh, growth mindset, and especially as if you ever go through and read the book, you start realizing, holy smokes, yeah, that's me. Oh, I, I look at that that way. Oh, I've got a fixed mindset with that. And you start seeing, your yourself having a, actually a combination of growth mindset and fixed mindset. You may think that you're doing that you've got a very good growth mindset and relationships, but boy, you are fixed when it comes to money. Somebody who has got more money than you, you often say, well, it must be nice to be that rich. It must be, uh, must be, uh, oh, they, oh, poor guy, poor baby. He didn't, uh, he's, uh, he had to sell his boat. You know, it's things like that where you find yourself attacking people because of what they have and what you don't. That's where that fixed mindset really starts to show. So you can tell when you are attacking somebody for something, 
that is actually because you have a lot of value put into that particular, uh, that particular, uh, characteristic that the other person has. You actually see yourself in that other person. He, um, say you've got someone who is doing very well in the same field of work that you are. He's not doing anything really different. He's just, he, maybe his attitude is different or maybe, uh, he arrives there, you know, 10 minutes earlier than you do every year, every day. And so as, because there, you're like, well, yeah, he gets more done. He's there 10 minutes earlier. And what that actually is, is you're seeing that you don't get up as early and you're taking offense to the fact that you don't, you, you don't have that same type of, of drive. So how do you actually develop a, a growth mindset? First off, you, it's, you have to accept the fact that it's work. You have to accept that you've got to look at challenges and pay it and, and always be on the vigil of, Hey, I've got, when you go to something and you're trying to something, you go, ah, I don't want to do this. And, and you stomp off. That's usually a really good sign that you've got a fixed mindset uh, situation going on uh, somewhere in your, in your thought process. Approach that thought process. Uh, gr- um, Another way is, especially if you're with uh, parents or you're in school, if you can find a way of, of not encouraging kids for being smart, one of the best ways you can actually help the future generations have a growth mindset. Because a lot of times, uh, if you, someone, a, a child, uh, gets a hundred on a, uh, on a test, we want to go, Oh, good job. See, you are incredibly smart. You're just, you're, you're so good at that. You're, you're just, when you talk about in, in the, that particular fashion of how good they are, how smart they are and, and things like that, you're enforcing them that, Hey, you're smart. Uh, and the other kids are not. So it gives them the sense that it's talent that and, uh, and brains that actually get you where you want to be. And in all reality, that's far, the farthest from the truth. You, if you were to take like the, the, the scoring system and allow kids to, if they fail at a test, let, let them look at what the right answers are so they can sit there and study and figure out how they got things, where they went wrong on their line of thinking, what they, what's, uh, what happened and how can they actually, uh, correct that, that issue and, Help them see, say, be able to do a, uh, a makeup test. And yeah, okay. Maybe it's not worth a hundred, uh, a hundred percent as the original test is, but you know, give them a, a few extra points for being able to retake the test never hurts and allows the, the children to actually see, Hey, if I got some stuff wrong, I see where I went wrong and now I can correct that because it's actually this. Um, you actually improve what the mindset of the of the kids are. Now you also have ingrained fixed mindsets that you'll run into, like when you're in in junior high and you've got kids who pride themselves on the fact that they've got only these particular talents, and because other kids don't have those particular talents, they really the 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 popular kid puts a whole lot of, uh, of value in the fact that he is popular while other kids, uh, who don't see that actually develop a, uh, 
a fixed mindset in them because they don't see that they can be that popular. They can't rise to a, a different station in their life because if they do, people just point out how deficient they are. They're, they, they are dumb. And in reality, the IQ of a, of a person doesn't matter. It, you can, you can actually work and become better at what you're, uh, what you're wanting to do if you actually take the time to, to, to work at it. And a lot of times we don't teach kids that work is the more important and it's not the success of, of making your, making a hundred. It's the fact that you were able to raise your grade from a C to a B. You're from a C minus to a, so to a C plus even. If you can show and be proud of the fact that they make increments and they increase, not that they're getting smarter, but they're rising to the, to the challenge. A lot of you can actually help with kids. Another way that you can develop growth mindset is actually just accepting that when you fail, failing is a, a natural indicator of where you need work. And that is, the biggest indicator of when you are getting better at whatever issue you're trying to, to go up against, because that's, if you're really good at something, if you go to a, take a test and you get a hundred, well, okay, that test apparently wasn't very challenging. But if you come back and you've only, you've got a D, well, that was a really challenging test. You now know that you need to study more on your different vocabulary words or spelling words or, or, or math tests, uh, uh, your multiplication tables, whatever it is that you, you ended up failing on. So if you end up not running into a problem at work, you know that that's something that you are deficient in and you can actually go and call somebody over and ask for help. And because you ask for help, you're actually going to get, uh, a better job of it because you're taking the time to, to learn whatever that, uh, whatever you're deficient in. Change the words you use is, uh, telling yourself that I'm not that smart or I'm, uh, I'm not good at that. I'm not, uh, I, I'm, I've got, uh, I, I can't do that. Those are, uh, or that's done. That's such a stupid way of doing stuff. That's a lot of that is fixed mindset when it's, you're putting values on abilities instead of value on, what is, uh, what is possible. You actually have the, uh, you can actually, t- uh, to improve what, uh, the, the situation, if you're able to just simply change your words. And another one, one of the, probably the best questions you can ever run into is if you come across a particular problem, ask yourself, what does this problem make possible? What is this situation? What does this event make possible? And you can, you, that'll actually kickstart your brain into thinking of what a, what this dead end, uh, in, or what this barrier that you're faced up against will make possible. For me, I'm actually trying to see if I can find a better niche for, uh, a, a more fine, uh, uh, a finer niche, a uh, smaller niche, uh, for the, uh, for this coaching, uh, business. And, so what does this problem make possible? Well, it shows that I am understanding a far wider range of what 
uh, of what is, is available out there when it comes to coaching. People think about that coaching is very, is, is full. Well, no, because the only people we talk to are actually just other coaches. So we see that there's a bunch of coaches out there when in all reality, there may be a million of us, but there's seven billion people in the, in the U.S. So there's still plenty of room for a, for a, a coach for, for people to to help but where do you want to stand out how do you want to stand out and that value of being stick of being able to stick out like a sore thumb comes in handy and draws not just the people that you're wanting to help but also draws in other people who see qualities that they need help with and they will come to get coaching without actually realizing that it's you know coaching so, but anyhow, that is growth mindset in a nutshell. If you want more information about it, I would definitely recommend you go to Amazon and pick up uh, Mindset by Carol Dweck. Fascinating book. It's uh, it's kind of a thick one. It's uh, I think it was uh, ten hours of reading. So, it's uh, it's a uh, got a lot of information, jam packed, and uh, talk. He, she talks about everything from uh, Dorothy Delay, who was the. Uh, the a, a teacher for for uh was it uh Juilliard's uh school of music and it's cool because she would talk about uh talked about how uh people who showed up and were priding themselves on their talent she didn't really didn't want to take them those who showed that they had to, the tenacity and the drive to actually improve were the ones she really liked to pick and, and pull out. Uh, another example that she uses was, uh, Jack Welch, who is the, uh, was the CEO of G, uh, General, Mo- uh, General Electric when they were first, uh, when they had a bad slump and he was able to pull them out because of changing the mindset of the company itself. And improving the mindset and making them, uh, helping them understand what growth mindset does. Uh, she also gives great examples of like, um, how, um, oh, the Daimler Chrysler guy, um, Lee Iacocca. He was a very fixed mindset of person. He took pride in what he, that he was able to, he, his value was that he brought Chrysler out of, out of bankruptcy, but because he, st- Stayed with the fact that it was him that brought him out instead of looking to the future and growing with the changes. That's when uh, the Japanese imports started to really take over because their cars were a lot different. And Lee Iacocca just always scoffed at the new designs and thought they were – he called them flying potatoes. I always called them egg cars because I didn't like the look of the round egg cars either. But still, people were – buying them and because Iacocca, Lee Iacocca wasn't doing that. He fell behind and he became very angry and very tried to actually do a hostile takeover because he, his value was, he was the head, he was the CEO of, of Chrysler Motors and didn't see that there was other value and other ways to improve and still keep the, uh, receive the glory that he wanted, but not but he wanted the value of what he had done. So there you go, guys still, uh, that's growth mindset. Next week we'll be talking about fixed mindset. Um, if you are wanting to have a, uh, real quick before we go, if you wanted to have a good, uh, a, a wonderful time out in, out in nature, I've still got seats available for 
the uh, relaxed male camp coach. If you're wanting to say you've got uh, a realizing that you need growth uh, to kind of change how your growth mindset is, maybe you've got a project. Maybe you want to start change your life. Maybe you're a truck driver and you're getting tired of of driving the truck, you realize that, you know, you've got automation coming in. It's going to be taken over here in probably 15, 20 years. Um, you're not happy with, li- you know, living life uh, and seeing your kids grow up from the from the cab of the truck. You would rather be able to be more part- an active part of their life. There's ways of being able to do that. And I can actually help you uh, over at uh, at the, uh, the camping coach session because we're going to be getting out the doors. We're going to be disconnecting from all of the day's notifications and, and, uh, and Facebook posts and all these other things. So yeah, you're going to get a bit of a digital detox and you're going to be, uh, it's going to be a little different from what you're used to. Yeah. You get out there and you, you're used to the kids going out camping and they turn on the radios and have music blaring. Well, we're not really going to do that. We're going to have a lot of just talk and we're going to just unwind and see if we can get ourselves into a path that will actually help us to become the the men that we really want i want to help men become the the heroes they see themselves as and become understand that the heroes that their wives want and make that particular change and be able to do that it's better it's good to just kind of first unplug get get with yourself start with yourself and from there you can expand uh, to the rest of the world so anyhow folks i'm gonna let you go thank you again man for listening and i will see you next week so until then stay awesome